Welcome to episode 1384 of the Multifamily Collective. I know that we talk a lot about OpenAI and ChatGPT3, uh, and to some extent the Playground 3.5, and what will ultimately be GPT4. But the iterations that are being accomplished or are coming to be on literally a daily basis uh, with this product, with this platform are just mind-boggling. I just watched a, a quick, I guess I'll call it a seminar, a webinar uh, with uh, BetterBot. Uh, BetterBot hosted the, the webinar and talked about some of the implications as it relates to the multifamily space and some of the use cases. Um, it was suggested that the multifamily space is not ready for what this technology can do or will do to the industry. I would suggest that multifamily has never been ready for any technology. <laughs> it's so far behind that it's uh, this wave is in my head, no different than any other wave that is uh, or tsunami that's uh, made landfall in the multifamily space. And I think, uh, you know, it's, 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 I don't say this to sound dramatic, but I do think that the open AI once, once it makes its way into mass appeal and it opens itself up to blending your company's data. So let's just use Radco Residential as an example. We own some data, right? When we're able to blend that data with open AIs, learning language models, and other data sets, there's, there are various data sets. There's not just one data set. There is one, but then there are sort of truncated pieces of that data set. When you can blend your data together with the model that makes the most sense, the data pool that makes the most sense, companies can build their own architectures. And they, they simply need to hire an architect, right? Put up an architect in your business and that architect with that powerful tool can architect your business infrastructure. Bots will be your own thing. They're not, you're not going to hire a bot. You're not going to integrate a bot from another company. Why would you? You could build your own. And the same data pool that that former bot is pulling information from your bot will pull from, and it'll use your own data set, your proprietary data set. And they'll, they'll be able to blend that together and, and make it anonymous. And it's, it's literally right around the bend. And so I think companies are going to architect their own futures. They're, they're going to, to blend their data together with those data sets. And really it, it is a war of imagination it's a war of creativity. It's a, it's, it's borderline game over because you can, whatever you can dream up. And if you have the right architect in your organization that understands how to prompt the engine, you can build anything. You can build anything. It's uh, I've had the privilege of seeing some of the back offices of some of the stuff that's being built and it, it will blow your mind and, and it's happening rapidly, rapidly. I think, I, I used to think that, you know, jobs are at risk. So 
leasing consultants have been forever on, not forever, but as of late, been on people's minds. Being at risk, assistant managers were at risk some time ago, but they're completely at risk if they they're, they're, if that's even a thing anymore. And leasing, the leasing position is at risk, and property manager's job is at risk. And but but the jobs that are more at risk, in my opinion, are are corporate level positions across all disciplines. It doesn't matter. It's learning the development. It's HR. It's marketing. Um, it's, uh, analysts, it's asset management teams. Um, it's every, it's every position in your corporate office across every single discipline. All of them are subject to being displaced by what this technology presents, uh, to companies. I agree. Regulation will happen, but I think that that regulation, while good and necessary, is not going to work fast enough to, to mitigate the impact that this technology will have on the job market. I mean, you're, you're once this thing makes its way into the world, you, you can't, it already did, right? And you're, you can't put that cat back in the bag. You can't put it back in the bag now. And and what it will do is just mind-boggling in, in the way of centralization, in the way of automation, in the way of you being able to outsource some of your activities to other organizations. If you want to, frankly, you can probably end up building most everything in, in-house. Intermediaries in our industry. You know, there was, a, there was an example given today about people using GPT-3 to create job descriptions in the the retort to that remark was, yeah, but he can't place that ad, right? Or it can't. Yes, it can. <laughs> the, you can use products like Zapier to build these recipes where not only can it construct the job description, but it can peel a piece pieces of those job descriptions out, turn them into ad copy and place them on LinkedIn, right? or whatever other job sourcing technology or platform that you use, it will put them there at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday if you wanted to. <laughs> yes, it can. It can do all of that stuff. And it can do it today. Zapier, platforms like Zapier, um, or if then, if this, then that uh, type platforms, you just plug in the recipe. You You can do it. I've done it. You can do it. You can build recipes that automate complete functions like building a job description, peeling out a piece of the narrative to create ad copy, to promote your job and market your job, and then have that job placed in the places that you want it placed at the times you want it placed. That's possible today. That's just an elementary example of what is happening, has happened, and will continue to happen out in the space. And pe- people will raise their hand and say that it's very complicated and you're going to need people to, to help you navigate the way. You will not. I promise you that. You will not. If you can dream it up and imagine, what you will need is people who are creative architects that understand workflows and business automation. 
or business model, uh, business models. So catalyst to outcome, the person who lives here in the middle in terms of creativity and architecture, that's what you need. You'll just need that. You don't need a super expert because even, even that person doesn't have to be supremely expert in any of it because it will be so intuitive that it'll just, uh, it'll just go. So, um, and look, is the concerns about the data not being accurate today? You put things into the model, you put things into chat GPT-3 and it answers with a high degree of confidence. It sounds like some of the answers are 100% true when they're 100% false. That error rate is going to just go down, 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 down. The, the more it learns, and think about this, the more data, for those of you who use it, you see the thumbs up and the thumbs down. Not many people use those things, but I would encourage you if you're using it, use these, because if you, if you give it the answer, right, if it provides an answer and it is accurate, as evidenced by your own knowledge base, or you just know it happens to be true, we could argue about your definition of true, right? But if you put a thumbs up in there, that that gives it the confidence, it gives it more confidence that that answer is a true answer. Or it gives you a little narrative box where you can just type, if, if it's not true and you give it a thumbs down, you can tell it why it's wrong. And guess what? Now it knows why it was wrong. So next time it gives you something that is a little more true or completely true. So I, I don't know. I think uh, I think we're about to see I think the remark that was made about is the industry ready for it true or I don't know if it is or not, but it's here and it's not going to stop. And the people who are going to start using it, in my opinion, are the heroes of the industry. They're the heroes, right? They're the trailblazers. They're the people who throw caution in the wind and just go for it because that is the way we will learn. And that is the way that this, technology will make an impact in the space that will not that will not go unnoticed in terms of like just blowing up the entire business model um there are people already doing it we're doing it i'm playing with it heavily and often and frequently and i i have every intent to to try to to create a business model that is unreliant on intermediaries and uh, is as automated as you can possibly imagine, as centralized as much as you can possibly imagine. And I've not been shy about saying that for a very long bit of time, uh, internally, externally, um, but we're on a mission to do that. And not because we want to displace workers um, or team members, not, not at all. I think that we're going to reskill and upskill something I've talked about relentlessly over the years, upskill and reskill our team members so that they're serving our consumers and they're serving each other in a way that has never been seen before. And it's because all this stuff happens behind the scenes. All of it happens automatically. And at, at the right time, uh, as it relates to the team member and as it relates to the consumer, the business partners that we do business with um, in the future, most of which will be on the physical labor side. You can't, I don't think open AI is going to plunge a toilet anytime soon. 
but it it'll be involved, right? It, it, it all of this um, this technology is going to touch everything. It's going to touch everything, even the toilet plunging. It's uh, it's going to touch the service side of our business at some point, not real far away. But anyway, uh, I'll stop there. That's a 12 minute rant. It's not something we traditionally do here at the multifamily collective. So anyway, I'll let it go there. Uh, take care. We'll talk to you again soon.